What are you looking at? Live on the rock line, a pop culture icon, my good friend, Perez Hilton. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you? I am great. <laughs> I'm excited. I, uh, I just got back to Los Angeles from uh, a weekend getaway at Big Bear, and we're going away again this weekend. So it, it's, uh, it's a very different year for me. I'm, I'm really m- making more time to do special things with my, with my family and not just working all the time. Now, I don't even know how you break away from it between podcast appearances, working on your site. Like, how do you balance that work life? Well, I do it by making the most of the weekends. <laughs> uh, and then now, you know, by just forcing myself to, um, I'm going away for spring break with my kids and I didn't do that last year. And I said, you know what? Take the week off. It's okay. When I'm in work mode and I'm home, it's it's nonstop. And I sometimes feel bad because I work from home and I wish that I could be playing with my kids all the time, but I've got to work from home, so I've got to get work done. Do you catch yourself like constantly on your phone or do you just have to kind of throw it away and get rid of it? Oh, I can't do that. I'm always on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Before we got on the air, I was telling you about I watched the video of Big Bear and again, those smiles were precious. It was awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a great time. We'd never been before. Well, I know you had said something about they they had seen snow once, but the kids had seen snow once before, but they were too young to remember. And then all of a sudden, you had this like piles of snow for them. So, dad life is good. Yeah, it was February of 2016, the last time they saw snow. So it was it was it was like new for them. And it was new for you because I mean, again, you were nonstop smiles the whole time. Well, yeah, I had never been sledding before in my whole life. So that was a thrill, definitely. Well, Perez, let's jump right into it. I know we're coming off of the Grammy weekend and there was a lot of conversations and a lot of good gossip. But one of the things that I've noticed from award shows, now, of course, I used to tour a lot in music and do the red carpets um, as far as photography. They used to be kind of exciting and full of like pyro and explosives. And now I think they've kind of changed a little bit. What do you think about them? I I think that there's a lot more award shows than there used to be. Everybody has an award show. So the ones that we do have, each of them feels less special, I think. And also it's just, you know, getting older. I, I, I don't care that much anymore. I still watch the Grammys and I still get excited about that one. But by the time I'm 50, I may not. I don't know. I mean, I was watching it and I'm like, uh, I mean, maybe I'll watch it. And uh, in the future, well, it's fun to watch live, but I don't know. I, I always feel like I could do a better job producing the Grammys than the Grammys producer. Well, right. I mean, it's like it used to be pretty exciting to watch like the arrivals and red carpet and then you're now watching like stage setups and, and you know, you're, you're waiting for the next big thing to happen. And then it just doesn't, but I agree. Like there are so many award shows now. It's like, they kind of start to fade together. Yeah. I mean, music ones too. There's a ton that used to not be around for country music. Uh, the I heart awards, uh, you know, the billboard awards, the, the American Music Awards, uh, and, and I'm sure there's others that aren't just popping to mind right now. Yeah, the AMAs, right. Oh, gosh, I didn't even remember that. Well, YouTube, remember YouTube used to do like a music award one for oh, a while? Oh, yeah, of course. And those aren't 
a big deal anymore like they used to be. Yeah, they they did one for a while, and then of course, you know, that's not even talking about like MTV, and then of course overseas with MTV. So I mean, I I still enjoy it, but. I'm not as excited, but it's still enjoyable. Right. It's again, it's totally changed. Like the country music awards seem to be kind of holding their own because there's only like one or two country awards, but I know like billboard had jumped all around the place and then iHeart took over and it's just like award show every month. It's kind of like the pay-per-view of wrestling. It's every month. So now music has to have them. What do you think about the residencies in Vegas? Like with the Backstreet Boys and JLo and Britney. Good thing, bad thing. I love it. I've seen most of them. I go to Vegas regularly because it's so close to Los Angeles. And, you know, for art, for a, a certain kind of artist, it's perfect. I think Vegas would be amazing for Pink. I don't know why she doesn't do it. She's got kids. I think she, she likes traveling, I guess. I mean, it seems easier for the artist to just be one place and be close to your house. I think... You know, if you even wanted to, you could just fly back after every show. <laughs> well, you know, you're right. Like, I never thought about that. But Pink, obviously, she has a big production, which is kind of Vegas quality. So I think that that would be a good show, and especially as a residency. Yeah. I, or even The Unexpected Choice. I've told them I would love to see Pentatonics have a Vegas residency, the acapella group. And this is not an insult towards them. It's actually the opposite. I. It's very unlikely that I would ever go to a Pentatonix concert in Los Angeles. However, if they were a Vegas headliner and I was going to do something else or a few other things, I would see them as part of my weekend in Vegas. Sure. It makes sense. And again, with that big production value and their voices, I mean, sure, it would be exciting to see. Yeah. So maybe that'll happen for them. They're, they just announced an arena tour, so it'll be interesting to see how that sells. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day, and I didn't see like openers for it. But you know, it's it's so hard to sell tickets these days. So I mean, you got to bring something to the table. I hear you. Well, switching gears, I must say I do have a celebrity crush on Rihanna, and I know that you were in the S and M video. What was that like? How did that come about? I was very nervous at first because. I wasn't sure if it was Rihanna's idea or somebody else's idea, and I wasn't sure what the vibe would be on set or if they were going to... I just thought it might be awkward, it might be tension, um, but it ended up being such a positive, pleasant experience. I love Rihanna, and it was one of the highlights of my career. I mean, she, she made her her dog and walking me around on a leash. Right. <laughs> and I mean, the shock value was awesome, but I mean, you were perfect in that video. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was cool. I was only supposed to do one scene and then they asked me to stick around and do another one, which I happily did. And the other one I was tied up and, um, with all of these, drag queens that many of them went on to do RuPaul's drag race. Now, was it Rihanna's idea for the dog or the director? Um, I don't, I, yeah, I actually, it was, if I remember correctly. One other thing that kind of threw me, you were a guest referee in the WWE with the Bella twins. <laughs> yeah. That's another <laughs> highlight of my career. Like, I, how did you get ready for that? How did that work out? I think I may have asked, you know, a lot of the things I've done in my career have happened because I 
made that happen. I wanted it to happen. So I said, hey, could we do something together? And then they did. Well, it's it was odd because I, I went back on YouTube and watched it the other day, and you looked like you were having a ball. Like, I mean, you were a part of the action. Oh, thanks. I mean, I was, like the Rihanna video, very nervous. But, but I, um, I kind of just surrendered to the inevitable that I was going to get booed and I did. And I know, and, and, and just realizing that, you know, it's just part of the shtick there to boo people. Um, but it was so fun. I mean, I, 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 I never would have imagined myself doing something like that. I would love to do it again. My favorite wrestler these days is, uh, this Irish one, Finn Baylor. Yeah. He's very dreamy. I will let him know that the next time I see him. I'm actually doing something with them soon. So I will, when I see him, I will let him know. Oh. <laughs> so, <right>. so. <laughs> well, he knows. I mean, he's always posting, you know, photos in his wrestling briefs. <laughs> and I'm not complaining at all. So you rank as one of the highest and most entertaining, in my opinion, celebrity, what's going on sites on the internet. How have you continued to be the best? I mean, you are one of the best for many years and you continue to be strong. How do you keep that going? Well, for me, it is necessity. And that's the honest answer. I have to work for a living. I don't have enough money to retire and never work again. And I feel immense pressure to produce because I've got three children and my mother who depend on me. So that a gives me anxiety and B really fuels me to keep going and working at the insane pace that I do. Cause a lot of people take shots at you for your continued success and reaching obviously out to the public. So obviously, well, I think people, I think that there's a lot of validity to what people feel. Um, you know, a lot of people don't want to um, let go or forget or let me move on from my past. And that's fine. I don't, you know, I, I don't let that weigh me down. Um, but I don't think that anybody could ever say I'm lazy. That's Well, sure. no, I mean, I, you're everywhere. I mean, again, you're just not on the Internet. You're everywhere. Oh, thanks. You know, I, I would love to be even more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we need more Perez in our lives. Yeah. It, it's so obviously your focus and your consistency is fueled by drive. Yeah, drive and necessity. Well, I want to jump on a crazy topic real quick. I want to talk about sex tapes. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot of people talk about them, but obviously my question about it is some say they're stolen. Some say they're leaked. Some say they're released by their ex. You think the majority are leaked for a purpose? Um, it well at the beginning of the whole sex tape phenomenon, yes. But then, as the internet and phones evolved and hackers uh, got more sophisticated, I do think there were people who were able to figure out how to hack into clouds and this and that and the other. You know, celebrities that maybe just didn't post the strongest password or there may even be soft software that guesses passwords. So um, in the, at the beginning, I would say a lot of that, most of them were leaked on purpose, but over the last 
10 years, I think, you know, I'm inclined to believe that all of the leaks were not intentional. So do you think that they're scripted? Are there some out there that you believe would be scripted? Yeah, definitely. A lot of them. I think I'm going to release a sex tape. I think I'm going to have you help with a script though. Okay. <laughs> we need <laughs> we need a lot of singing. I'm not releasing a sex tape, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Well, that's all I have. I wanted to spend a couple minutes with you. I know you're busy. Um, I definitely feel like we need more Perez in our lives. So thank you for calling in. Oh, thank you. Congrats to you on your podcast and continued success. I appreciate it. I'm sure I will see you soon. And I will leave everyone with one of your favorite songs today. We're going to do Holiday by Madonna as we're casting off. And thank you so much, Perez. Thank you. Have a good one. 